0: Welcome to today's Pastor's Roundtable, where we'll discuss Sunday's sermon. Pastor's Roundtable. We are here. We have some special guests with us. Special guests. So we have someone back and someone new. We have Pope Blair. Yes. Back with us. She had, had her baby. How, tell us about baby Magnolia. How's she doing?
1: She's perfect. She's a perfect baby.
0: Yeah. We're glad Super. to have you back. She's been all she's been Thank around hanging out. I don't even know if she's been around because she's so quiet.
2: First, she's very quiet. First, blessed. Very quiet. first, first day back into yeah. the
0: office. We're glad to have you. And then this is one of our leaders, Mauricio. I'm Mauricio. Martinez. Martinez.
2: Mart- Mart-
3: Mart- It's Spinoza, not not Pastor Martin,
0: what uh, what all mission
3: trips have you been on lately?
2: Uh, First one I went to was Chiapas, Mexico, it was good, and then I went on Santa Cruz, and now I'm gonna do OKC. Mission Mission OKC, yeah, it's actually leading a
0: team. Tell us what, 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 we have we have 14 mission engagements that we're participating in at the end of this month for Mission
2: OKC, and Martin is leading one of those. Tell us about the mission that you're going to So we're going to do a dollar car wash. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we picked this up and when we were at the Santa Cruz mission. It's uh, We're going to have people out there flagging people down with dollar car wash, and as they go through the car wash to their... Um, Surprise. Surprise. They're going to receive a dollar and uh, hear the gospel. So instead of them paying for the car wash,
0: we will be... Paying them for allowing us to wash the car. Show God's love in a practical uh, way. Showing, yeah, that's yes. awesome. So <laughs> that's one of many examples, like and so yeah. we want you guys to be a part of mission. Okay, yes, come now. on down. So, but Price I'm so a. glad Hope's back, and it was good to have Martina Yeah, It's with good us. to have you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm filling guys. in for Kyle. Yeah. Um, Kyle's a really good question, question asker, really yeah. and so but uh, Sunday's sermon was just on point. A, a very Acts good, uh, yeah, in, in Acts 13, you shared a bit about how the church is on mission and how we're called to be prepared to be on mission. And you looked at the the qualifications, but also uh, the sending nature. And I was looking at uh, 13 verse 3. And I just wanted you to get a chance to kind of expand a little bit, expand a little bit more on that verse. It says, so after fasting and praying, the men laid hands on them and they were sent uh, on their way. And then verse four says who they were is. So Barnabas and Saul, known as Paul now, were sent by the Holy Spirit. They went down to the seaport and and sailed off to the island of of Cyprus. And so uh, my question is, Tell us a little bit more uh, about this, This nature of how, how, how are we to be sent? Yeah, how do we, what is this idea of laying on of hands? But also, I mean, Paul and Barnabas here are pretty potent leaders, mm-hmm. and they're leaving mm-hmm. the church to sell uh, to these islands. Right. And so, so, well, this is
3: a really interesting passage of scripture, and it's really dealing with the church in Antioch, which we see in chapter 11 as the beachhead, the base camp for missions all over the world. Um, And this church in Antioch is a Spirit-filled church, and they are led by Spirit-filled leaders, and they send two of their best leaders out to begin to plant more churches. In my head, I'm thinking to myself as I'm reading this passage, I'm thinking to myself, why are they sending their best? You know, like, don't they want to become a bigger church or don't they want to become a better church? Or don't the people in the church need the best teaching or the best quality of, of leadership? and? And Yet, you see, God's word, he's, he's not about what we want to build up for man, just like the Tower of Babel and how we, they build it up to try to reach God. We can never do that. God actually wants his word to go to the nations. I mean, you see it in the Tower of Babel as well, whereas, you know, I mean, God specifically says to fill the earth. And the word of God, the image of God, the the truth of who Christ is, he wants to go to the nations. He's taking his best from Antioch and sending them to other places to hear the message of the gospel. And this is amazing. This is amazing truth for our churches that, again, it's not about us building something here, but it's about Christ's name being proclaimed and taking it to a lost and dying world in His
0: name being glorified. Yeah, I think that's uh, very uh, counterintuitive to even our, our, our nature, human nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it, it, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to, uh, uh, to really walk that out. It's easy for us to see it here and, and say that. But like, how do we put it, how do we put that in practice? Well, one, of
3: the, one of the things I think that uh, we can ask these these people, um, uh, Hope and Martin, is is you know as you're reading these passages and as you're thinking about God sending and God is ascending, God and God wants His name to go forth throughout the world. You know, uh, Hope is involved with children's ministry. How can we, at a young age, begin to shape and mold the hearts of our kids mm-hmm. to be able? To want to, to be on mission for God. Like
1: can well you it's share important for um, for me and our children to ministry to really point out that the gospel's not just for them. Jesus didn't just come to save them. Jesus right. came to save them and all their friends and all the kids Amen. across the world. Amen. Um, and so it's important to know that Jesus didn't just come for kids who look like them or Mm -hmm. think like them or are in their same socioeconomic uh, level Um, that Jesus came for everybody and so we really try to make sure they know that they're just as equipped to share the gospel as any adult is Mm -hmm. Um, and so in our uh, new believers class especially we walk through that as one of the things that as a believer you know have a duty a responsibility to go out and share that with Mm -hmm.
0: Martin's a great example for that and I'd love Mm -hmm. to share your your heart because, I mean, you and I have known each other for quite some time, yes. but just recently, uh, I mean, I, you, uh, I mean, I remember uh, in this room, laying hands on you and some of the other leadership and praying for you and then sending you out. Uh, share a little bit about your heart for that reason.
2: Well, you're right. We have known each other for a while and, it, you know, it was just real easy for me in the past just to say no to, even say no to showing up on Sunday that, you know there's a lot of work out there for me on the weekends it's, it's busy and then it got to the point where being a leader being a leader for the spiritual leader for my family mm-hmm. started playing a, a toll on my heart mm-hmm. and uh, and I felt God calling me and we were at that uh, party for the you know the youth ministry mm-hmm. and you said you needed some help and I was like you know, why not me? Even if it is just on mission to watch a door so yeah. that our children are safe. And he does a good job. Why, why not, you know, I can do that, you know? Right. And then I was sitting down and I was looking at the bulletin and it showed um, Chiapas and I thought, well, you know, maybe I could be in some help, I speak Spanish. And, and I just, I couldn't get it off my mind. And, and so I talked to Joe about it. and he'd been sitting behind me for, you know, probably eight years, I've never met the guy, <laughs> yeah, right. you know? Yeah. And that's probably because I wasn't engaging. And, yeah. and I didn't want my heart to not be engaging
0: anymore. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you said something important, and that is, you didn't want your heart to not be engaged
0: anymore. Yes. And I think that's the spirit at which we understand this, this scripture about about uh, healthy churches are led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that's exactly what was happening in your heart, in your life, is yes. like the Holy Spirit was beginning to, to match your heart up with his scripture. And, that, and that's what I want to challenge all of us and the, the listeners here is that that a healthy church is a sending church. Mm-hmm. And in order to send, though, we have to let go and release right. and say, OK, God, mm-hmm. you, you are in charge of Uh, this spot, Mm -hmm. Northwest Baptist, at this location. And we've got to trust you, that you're bigger than our program, bigger than our organization, bigger than our strategy. And that's one thing you said on Sunday is that we got to sometimes, and and I'm guilty of this, and you know that, like I'm super, I'm I'm a strategist, an organizer, planner, have it all ready. It's gotta be top notch, number one. And so, we got to be willing to, to let that go and even let, let our leadership be led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Even if it means taking us anywhere in the world and building that kind of culture, here's what's happening. Right. And it starts with the bed babies right. uh, through senior adults. Yeah, and, and, and you know, being led by the Spirit
3: it, it is, is it's not a magical formula. But I can, I can tell you this, the Spirit of God wants Christ to be glorified. Yeah. So yeah. when we are preaching the Word of God, which is about Christ, it's about the Gospel, it's about the good news message that Christ came from heaven to earth, humbled Himself to death, even death on a cross, and that He rose from the dead on the third day, we have, and Christ gave us freedom from sin and death. Those who believe in him have eternal life. That good news message is central to everything that we do. It is the message in which they are going to proclaim. In verse seven, it says that they proclaim the, the, the word of God, verse six, verse five, excuse me. The, they proclaim the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews and they had John to assist them. They That's what they are doing. That's what Jesus came to do. He came to proclaim. the kingdom of god his rule and reign over over the earth and that the kingdom of god you could come into the kingdom of god through repentance and faith and again when that is the central aspect of the church and the central aspect of the, the life of the individual guess what the spirit leads mm-hmm. and the spirit does what he wants to do and you know what like i love going on mission because you know honestly
0: has the Spirit not led us to go to Thailand? Perhaps, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, just the way the Holy Spirit, I mean, it was obvious through the way uh, we were connecting with a very similar, same person right. that we didn't know that we were both talking to right. in Thailand. Uh, it was an affirmation of our call to, to right. go. And so, right. uh, absolutely. And, and, and I'm encouraged by... Uh, and that's
3: how the Spirit leads. Yeah. Obviously, you know that the Spirit is working when it, it comes into play that this is it, what you should do, you know what i'm saying it's It's not a simple thing of of uh, well you know this this happened or this happened it's a simple thing that you're trusting that God has a plan and that he's opening doors, and you're aware mm-hmm. of what doors he's opening and being able to walk in through. Mm-hmm. God wants is good. but it
1: can be small things too like we've been talking about for months that um we really wanted to focus some missions projects around what we can do right here in our city and then vbs for the first time i think ever the missions project is something in your local community going and giving out points at the laundromat mm-hmm. Um, You know, that seems really small, but it's going to impact people in two weeks right here in our local community. So there's all the way going to Thailand or small things right now.
3: Yes, and, and, and I mean, when we do Mission OKC, you can go one by one by one of all the leaders and all the teams that we're doing have either been like we did it in the church, you guys had a vision for it, we did it in the church and now they're replicating that or we have done it on the mission field like Martine has done, we have done it with somebody else and now we're replicating that at home. The multiplication of these things begins to build and build and build. And by the time somebody comes from age five until they're 18 years old, they should have not only gone on the mission field, seen the mission field here at home and put it in practice and so when they when they're ready to go maybe after they graduate college they know exactly what they're supposed to do when they go to Azerbaijan or they go to Russia or wherever they go they know exactly what they're to do because we are a church that has prepared them for what God wants in and through them mm-hmm. and even if they're a businessman that goes that goes to the east coast to New York or Boston they still know what they're called to do mm-hmm. in the business world and
0: what they can do in their local community, in their neighborhoods. That's good. So, yeah. Well, great exposition of, of Acts 13. And uh, and we hope you guys join us next Sunday as we have a multicultural Lord's Supper service where we'll be joining all our congregations together. And uh, thank you for being here. Welcome thank back, you. Hope. Oh, yeah. Thank and you very much. Love having you. Thank, thank you. you. Great Mark, Great job, man. Yeah. Thank you. You guys thank have a guys. good See y'all.